Welcome to the Random Tea Random Revelries podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about stuff. <laughs> so much stuff. I said the name semi right so that yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, we have uh several emails where people have just written to us about random things. Which is awesome. Um, this is our first Random Revelries of 2017. So Woo! happy new year in mid-February. Yeah, we've had a lot going on. Sorry. It's been 2 months. Yeah. Since our last confession. It feels it, though, because, like, we we even struggled to finish Night Manager, though. We did. We had so much real-life crap coming. Yes. Between uh, freak ice storms and illnesses where one of us could not stop coughing to save their life. Yep. Um, and just life happened. I, I missed it, though. I did, too. But Night Manager is done and put to bed. Whoop, so whoop. you can check that out on our uh, random miniseries. Yeah. Um, it won several awards and stuff golden globes yes because the oscars are next week yeah and they're not up for that because it's tv exactly so so yeah we've got uh, a lot of stuff to talk about yeah a lot is happening right now so i want to get to our emails yay um so let's see this is from joe yay joe but this email is dated mid-december Oh, wow. This is, yeah, this is going way back. Okay. Um, he talks about uh, Timeless, which we will get back to yes. later. We, we're going to talk about that in this um, episode. He says, the premise seems backward to me. Okay. If I'm supposed to believe what is happening, they should go back in time with an alternative version of history and come back with a version we all know. Oh, that's kind of interesting. I'm having a hard time liking any of the characters. His favorite so far is Davy Crockett. Uh, again, this is two months ago, so... Yeah. Uh, at least Sakina Joffrey has a better role than Sheriff Reyes. That is so true. Yeah, I really feel like her character is a person. Yeah, instead of just random female authority figure. Right. Flynn's story seems to be going off the tracks. By saving his half-brother, he should have changed the circumstances of his mother's life. He would have wiped himself out of existence. Or potentially. Like, he dicked around with stuff that he probably shouldn't have. Right. Rufus is on the team because he is the pilot. Lucy is on the team because she can't destroy Rittenhouse without erasing herself. Wyatt is on the team, but I haven't a clue as to why. Jesus, I wonder if Rittenhouse has his wife. Ooh. Interesting theory. Da, da, da. Lucy's dad remembers 1972, so he may know Wyatt is there, and I'm sure faking her death and holding her is not beyond the capability of Rittenhouse. I will be very disappointed if Rittenhouse is George Washington's spy network. Does every show I like have a creepy <laughs> boss guy? I think it's a conspiracy. Um, Sons of, he's talking about the Sons of Liberty. Yeah. Which we learned all about watching Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, do you want to comment on Timeless Snail? Uh, let's save it until we have a Timeless discussion, lest I get on the Timeless discussion and completely... Get on that soapbox? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yay. Uh, he says, I'm sorry, ladies, but I'm having a hard time seeing anything that sparks my imagination. It's fine. It's That's not okay. for everybody. It isn't. Uh, we're we are just pretty we've much struggled a little bit with it in the past. There. We have, um, but we're we're also we're committed at this point. Yeah. So it's well, hard to let it, go of. You know, it's to the point. Also, we're we're committed. It's Marvel. We're in it for the long haul, but also we podcast for it. So. There have been weeks where I'm well, like... Well, that's what I'm saying. We're committed to the podcast for it, so it's kind of yeah, hard not to. Because there have been weeks where we both would have been like, fuck it, we'll watch it whenever we watch it. And yeah. it might have gotten piled up. Although I will say, as of right now, it's better than it has been. It is. This is a better season than season three. Although it took a while to get there. So, And it's still not season one. 
Anyway, he says, I've seen eight episodes and it feels like nothing has been resolved. Yeah, uh, that's true. Try, try four seasons. Yeah. Um, I may as well be watching episode one. A couple yeah. of things, though. I wonder if Mace is going to be inhuman. Spoiler. <laughs> I think the name is inappropriate. They are not devoid of humanity. I know. I've never liked that either. It's just because I can't use the word mutant. Uh, equivalent of uh, going to be inhuman equivalent of Xavier. But yeah. no, he's uh, he's the Patriot. Yeah. I see no uplifting end for Ada. Yeah. The murder bot. Yeah. Unless Agent Nathanson was a watchdog mole. A he mole gives a reason to the watchdogs knew that inhumans could be found during the back blackout episode far better than saying it came any two or three day old list from a member country. Yeah. Um again this email is a couple of months old, so No, she's just super murdery. She just wants to kill everybody. She's got more overt murdery too. Uh also how the prison tape was so quickly discovered by Senator Nadir. Rest in peace. Uh, Ada had access to May's brain scan, so the brain she created could be a duplicate for May, which, by the way, Joe, you were correct. You totes called it. You totes called it. Yeah. It totally was. It was yeah. either that brain was May or... Um, that brain was going to be May, be May once they downloaded her. It was either whatever. May or it was Radcliffe. I don't know specifically which brain they I'd were building. i they went with her first. She but was what? kind of the test So, subject. Joe, again... You, you called it. it. I swear he's like psychic or something. <laughs> uh, the quote blood on May would have been Ada's fluid. So duplicate May was inserted after Ada was shot. Okay. One little sliver of imagination. Duplicate May was sent back to shield to be recruited as the next watchdog mole with the purpose of destroying the watchdogs. Turned out she was actually um, looking for the dark hold. So yeah, it's all about the dark hold. So there's that. Uh, MCU. Yay. It says, I really enjoyed the origin stories. Captain America First Adventure is my favorite of all the stories. Oh, yay. But the ongoing saga and tie-in movies are like watching professional wrestling. <laughs> Which, in case you're wondering, I do not watch. No, but that does okay. make sense. Like, it's pulling in a bunch of people. Like, some of it's kind of tenuously connected at best. Okay, so confession time. There was a point where I actually watched professional wrestling. But I watched it for what it is. What is, what what um what what is this time frame that you, of which you speak? Mm, two thousand one, two thousand two. Okay, who were like wrestle people then? Big sexy. I don't know that one because I had some friends in high school that liked it. So Kevin, I think his name was Kevin Nash. Was his real name? That sounds more familiar. Uh, but he was called Big Sexy. He was like six oh foot God. five. He was tall, oh super God. super okay. tall, and he was my favorite. But he had bad knees, so he ended up. He was the only one I remember. At least you knew it was a pageant. Oh, I watched it for what it was. You didn't think it was real. It was a story. My grandmother watches professional wrestling. That's hilarious. Yeah. I've yeah. heard stories. Of your yes, you have. So, so. Anyway, he says, um, Joe says, I realize that liking the origins and not having enthusiasm for the larger story doesn't make a great deal of sense. Actually, it does. I love origin. I'm a slut for origin stories. Yes. And I'm usually more forgiving mm. on those. Right? Then I am the later ones. It's Well, it's the retcons that drive me up the wall. Yeah. It, unless it's well done. Yeah. And it makes sense. So Joe goes on to say, so I thought about the real why. In the origins, the new hero tears down who he or she was. The journey of self-discovery leads to the realization that a hero is more than someone who can do extraordinary things, culminating in a sense of purpose and hope. At the end of the tie-in movies, I sense that things are only going to get worse. In short, hope died with Coulson. That's true, though. 
Because they keep, like, with the with the teen movies, you know that they're just going to keep upping the ante mm-hmm. and making it hurt more. And boy, howdy, man, Civil War, it hurt, didn't it? Oh, Civil War's so painful. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched it in a while. Yeah, I haven't I should, either. It's should, on Amazon Prime now. I own it. Of course you do. I bought it the day it came. Well, I, I also bought it. Doctor Strange, you know, yes, you last did. week when it came out. Yes, you did. So. And have watched it a bajillion times since. Bonus features. I know. Which I fell asleep through the middle last time, so I have to rewatch them. Yeah. I mean, what? Uh, Sleepy Hollow. Okay. Which any of our, our, our longtime listeners know that Joe was one of our very adamant Sleepy, Sleepy Hollow, Hollow fans. fans. Um, so... He says, and again, this is from December. There is, uh, this is before the season started, isn't it? Yeah, because it didn't start until January, and right. I have only seen the first episode of season four. I, I am caught up. Wow. I am caught up. I, I've been off for four days, so I have spent all of my time. We'll get to that. Doing important things. Doing important things like catching up on TV shows. Uh, so anyway, this is pre-season four. Okay. He says, this is a note. This is in no way justifying the final chapter of season three. Terrible and horrible were apt descriptions. I blame Albert Kim, Clifton Campbell, Raven Metzner. Everyone else was moved to do other projects after Dead Man Tell No Tales. And the culture of racism and anti-women bias within Fox. It is a pure case of Fox being a vindictive asshole. As an addendum to that thought, I believe that the scene in the predominantly black church and Ezra Mills walking away in the cemetery was to show that blacks are afraid of and run away from people with power, while Ichabod, a white male, stands and faces men with power. Yeah, I, I think I think somebody brought that up when we first watched it, or I might have even just read it on Tumblr, but yeah, that was not unnoticed by, oh, no. by the... absolutely not. And that's the thing, like that Sleepy Hollow, because it had such strong... Uh, people of color in the as roles. a following. I mean, when and they first a, yeah. when they first started, Ichabod was the only white guy in the, in the main cast. Yeah, it was because Katrina was kind of a side character. Yeah, Katrina was just a, a very very tiny small portion of it. You it had was Abby and Jenny had and Abby and Jenny Miller. and and um, Miller? shit no Frank Irving 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 Jesus sorry um, Frank Miller. But then you That's also had. Andy, the Asian yes, guy. Yes, you had a John very, Cho. very hugely diverse cast, which brought on a very diverse uh, audience. audience. And I know there were a lot of women very of color loyal. because they talked to us about how yes. they felt about how Abby's which, arc was handled. Which is exactly why we stopped podcasting it because yeah. we just couldn't give it the free PR anymore. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think I think that was noticed. Absolutely, by it was a noticed. lot of the fan base. Yeah, that and it was like, well, fuck you too. That church scene. We got a lot of feedback of that Ooh. on. Um, you can go back and listen to our our final yeah. Sleepy Hollow podcast. It will in many ways. Anyway, uh, he goes on to say uh, a couple of ob- observations about the last episode. When Ichabod gave the horseman his head in the pilot, Katrina told Ichabod that when the horseman gets his head, he will raise the other horseman, and the apocalypse would begin. This is what he tried to do: raise the other horseman, but the box was more powerful than his head, meaning Pandora's box. Yeah. Presumably because Moloch was gone. Oh, that's true. While the box was absorbing the head, it left Pandora vulnerable, allowing the horseman to strike her down. Kudos for Jasmine for her theory in the One Life podcast that the other horsemen were in the box. Yeah. Uh, In the timeline, if we start with the day Abby met Ichabod, season one was half a season, so half a year, six months. 
Season two started the day season one ended and ran a full year, which is 12 months. Ichabod's time away, nine months. Season three was very compressed. In the second half, it seemed like the episodes were separated by days. So I surmise it was in real time, September to December, three months, one month searching for Abby. February to April, two months. That's 33 months for everyone. Wow. Thank, thank, thank you for, oh my God, I for, love doing, that kind of for doing the math. That's awesome. Uh, however, Abby spent an additional nine months in the catacombs, bringing her to a total of 42 months. 42 months times 30 days per month equals 1,260 1, days. It is why nine months and ten months were used. Is that the prophesied amount of time? I don't know. I think it was. I'm it so far removed from Sleepy Hollow now. Because didn't we bitch about how that wasn't going to get the seven years that they said it was yeah. tribulations? That sounds, I think that's where he's going with that. Wow. Oh my mm. God. Joe, you did math for us. I'm very impressed. Oh my God. Very impressed. Um, And I will say, because I only have seen into the first episode of season four, um, that if they would have re- kind of done a soft reboot with this premise and like this excuse to move them to DC and having that, like they have now this, this new agency with new Well, I've nerds. got, I'm caught up on Sleepy Hollow. We can, yeah, I, but we I can mean, hit that in a for minute. For our listeners if they haven't, but like the premise now has more promise than where they were at the beginning of three. Yeah. So I feel like, God, if like I, I feel like a missed opportunity because so far I don't like the new female lead, and you take her out of it, put Abby in, and I think it had a lot more promise. I agree. And Well, and there's – well, okay, well, let's just go ahead and hit the Sleepy Hollow since we're already there. Right. Um, because I am caught up on the show. Okay. And uh, the diverse cast has uh, – we now have currently – we have Ichabod, a white man. Yep. We have his new quote-unquote partner – who is Latina, I believe. Not white. She's of In Hispanic. I, yeah, but she may be biracial or, but like. She could she's be, but she's of Hispanic white. descent. Yeah, which is um, cool. And her daughter. I just think her character is so. Her character is so boring. Yeah. Um, but then our, our uh, antagonist is a white male. Yeah. Who has a man of color as his side, as his sidekick. Yeah. Jenny is also very, very prolific. In the show, yeah. um, which we have an email from Tony, and I'm pretty sure she hits on some of this, too. Okay. Um, but then we have two new uh, secondary characters, which is a white woman and a, a man of color, um, who are actually, if you, which, of course, you're not caught up, but right, um, right. you can very well see the obvious parallels between these two sidekick characters and Abby yeah, and Ichabod. Ichabod. Yeah. So... Which, while I'm, I'm happy to see that they did bring in another man of color, um, we have women. The women dominate the show still. Yeah. But yeah. it's still not the show it started out to be. No, no. And, and, and the I story is just kind of more than not that. there. Yeah. But I can't not watch it. Yeah. I cannot. I feel like I cannot complain about something. That you don't. If I have not experienced it. That's true. I think that's valid. So I. Because I know that feel. I feel like I, I'm, I'm, I watch it out of what I feel like is an obligation. Yeah. So that and poor Tom Meissen. He didn't ask for any of this. He really didn't. And I feel bad for him. 
he just needs a paycheck. I don't blame. I don't blame him. No, he still has to eat. No, it's not his fault. He, so, and that's the thing. He's not the one that mistreated Nicole and all this. No, other he's shit not. Went down. He's not. So. Um, so anyway, we have another email from Joe, which is just from a couple of weeks ago. Yes. He says, uh, just a note to let you know, I am still watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and listening to your podcasts. Yay. Which is awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, he says, are Radcliffe and Ada now the architect and the oracle? <laughs> just maybe. Maybe. Just maybe. Uh, he says, while watching The Magicians and Timeless, I wondered, is this how the ladies felt watching Snowpiercer? <laughs> if I only had a map... Snowpiercer was painful to watch. It was twice. On the, uh, no, no, I watched it in um, uh, when I was in Texas. Did you? Yeah, it was on one morning because you know the the conference was in the hotel. Yes. So like, I get some. That more, was more another one of the reasons we've had delayed podcasts. Plus, there's no puppies to care for, so my morning routine is vastly different. And I was flipping around, and you know, you have limited ho- uh, limited hotel channels. Yeah. And I was like, Jesus Christ, no piercers on. And I watched it. And you while. have to watch it because it's on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hate... I still stand that the beard is the best thing about that movie. I don't hate it as much as I did when we first watched it. I've kind of come it's to accept kind of it for what it is. Yeah. It's almost like the first time you see Sherlock Holmes and Dinosaurs, and you're like, that is the worst movie I've ever seen. And then you're like... Then you need more. But wait. But if you drink a bottle of wine... Yeah. Yeah. Or a bottle of anything. It's very, really. it's very mystery theater 3000. It is. It is. You have to accept it for what it is. Yeah. But so... Yeah. So Snowpiercer... So I, I, I admire your commitment to continuing <laughs> watching agents of shield for the train wreck ha huh. <laughs> see what i did there i did see what you did that there. it is <laughs> uh he says uh he says <clears throat> sorry i'm watching sleepy hollow mm-hmm. uh, a bit disappointing i'd hoped for a search through time alas uh no and abby was a witness by birthright but molly is a witness by possession yeah i did not like that at all oh, that sucks so is abby possessing her no, 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 no. Um, it's, I don't, no, sh- no, but <clears throat> I think the witness power has possessed her. Gross. Um, but yeah, he's right, because if you think about, go back to Grace, uh, yeah, Abby was a witness by birthright, mm-hmm. and so was Ichabod. But she also had to choose it, too. So She did yeah, get a point so, where she accepted her mantle. So a 10-year-old little girl did not get to choose it? Exactly. That's that's what made me squicky from the first ep- just the first episode yeah. that I saw. I was like, wait a minute. We started getting into consent issues because, yeah, Abby was chosen, and she saw some stuff when she was a kid and all this stuff. But yeah, but this in is, the first season, you but, okay. see her actively choose to be a witness and embrace it. But the age of Abby when she first came into her witnesses and the age of Molly, her coming into her witnesses, which... Again, we can get into that later. Um, I'm I'm learning to accept Molly for who she is. I may be yeah. in Stockholm Syndrome. I don't know. <laughs> but there's that. Uh, Joe goes on to say he's listening to the Witness Prophecies podcast. Okay. Uh, they seem nice enough, but there is not one sharp edge to the show, and he misses our thoughts on it. Aww. That's sweet. He says, now I'm being a whiny piss baby. That's okay. You can be that. You, be, you just go right ahead. I'm a whiny piss baby um, all the time. Witness Prophecies, I tried listening to them. Yeah. This is pre- Random Tea Podcasts. Because we were desperately we were trying to find a podcast. To find a podcast for Sleepy Hollow. And the official and we, one smacked of, isn't this great? Yeah, it smacked of money. Which they didn't do it for third. They're, no, they're be, they stopped somewhere in season two. Yeah. 
That was Which Nerdist. I thought that was interesting. See, that was Nerdist related. I know. Too. I know. That's what I thought that was very interesting because. Which I haven't checked in a while if they've done any more. They didn't do anything through season three. I don't think they did either. So, um, so yeah. I, I, but I do remember listening to them a time or two and was not. It just didn't this hit you is right. This, we could not find a, a, a podcast we were happy with and that's how. Yeah, that and Gotham. Between that and Gotham, yeah. Yeah. So, so there's that. Um, all right. So moving on to, I believe this is Tony. Okay. Email doesn't say Tony, but I think it's Tony. Uh, yeah. It says, hi ladies. This is hi. from mid January. Okay. Give us a time frame. It says, hi ladies. It's been a minute. Yep. It's been even a longer minute. Yeah. Uh, but I just wanted to share with you that Emerald City is absolutely spectacular. I completely fucking missed that. And I'm kind I of did upset too. with myself. I think that was when... I didn't have, for a while, DirecTV didn't have NBC. Yes, you're right. And that premiered during then, so I want to see if I can go back and stream it when it hits, like, Hulu or something. Cause I totally forget forgot it was a thing, and I'm a huge Wizard of Oz fan. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, she says, from the costumes to the diversity and the women who run the show. <gasps> Lady showrunners? The plot is great, and I can't say enough about the actress Florence Kasumba. Okay. I'm afraid I'm, gonna, I'm saying that wrong. Who plays the Wicked Witch of the East. Her Ooh. interaction with Dorothy was crazy. The scarecrow that Dorothy meets along the way is, quote, fine, end quote, as hell. <laughs> um, I know the two of you are for female power, so look no further than Emerald City. Awesome. The show looks like a movie. It's just insane. Next up is Grimm. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, oh. I... I am very, very behind in Grimm, so Tony kind of spoiled me a little bit here. <gasps> but it's okay. No, it's fine. It's fine. I was going to say it was fine, and I wasn't even the one spoiled. It's fine. Um, so she's watching Grimm, and they came in with a whopper of a premiere, and tonight's episode is just as good. Captain Reynolds' wheels have gone off completely off the track, and he wants Nick dead. And I'm trying to remember a time when he didn't want Nick dead, so... Those two have always been in, 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 whoa, you're raising your hand. Yes. Um, guess who's, guess who's in Emerald City? Who? Gina Bellman from Leverage. <gasps> She's in five episodes. Okay. Yeah, we do need to catch up on that. We Maybe do. this summer. Yeah. Um, but Graham, so Sorry. Captain Reynolds wants Nick dead and he's always wanted Nick dead for a while, I think. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I have I I got you through season it all very quickly. I did, and I got through season four, and I was waiting for season five to show up on um, Amazon. Right? Amazon Prime, yeah, and it has, and I haven't watched a minute. One day, one day, I miss my monster hunting uh, husbands. Uh, she says I'm along for this ride, and lastly, <clears throat> that other show. She's referring to Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, she is. Still remains trash, trash, and no, I haven't watched it. The latest news coming out is disgusting, reprehensible, and just downright disgusting on all fronts. Apparently, the new witness is a nine-year-old white girl who happens to have asphasia. Uh, she's 10, and she's partially Latino, but I, 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 I can understand where you're coming from. She looks pretty white, but yeah, well. She do, well, she's half. She's well, mixed. But, well, but you've got to well, look I've at met, it like I've the met her. I've met her father. We've met her father. Yeah, but like the actress herself. Oh, the actress herself. White. I always thought she was a little bit Asian eh, looking at her, but could she be. does look very, very white. Yeah. Uh, she says the writers decided to sink even lower and place Abby's soul in this child, which from my gather, Crane will be hanging around his new partner for this reason. Yeah, that's that's just full on creepy. 
What makes this worse is those asshole writers have proven just how much they hated the Abby Mills character and her purpose. They really went for the radically ambiguous actress. Racially. Racially there ambiguous. Go. Thank that you. That made more sense to me. There's no D in that word. <laughs> it was like radically um, ambiguous. Sorry, my eyes got ahead of my mouth. Uh, actress Janina Gavinker, who is, is in no way a black woman. She is of Indian slash European descent. So should I and others be shocked by this behavior? Hell, motherfucking no. Yeah. These writers are so petty and racist to the core that they refuse to have Crane see Abby as a woman, but now a child. So if he dies, which I believe he will, he can't even be with Abby in death. Uh, that hurts my heart. That's assuming that the spirit of Abby is in this child, which I don't agree with. So that's not the impression you got? That's not the impression I've gotten so far. Okay. Because that, that was what I was afraid of. No. Seeing the, the one no, episode the little I did. girl The little girl is a little girl. Okay. They are not trying to make her Abby reincarnated that I have been aware of. In fact, she's barely been in the show at all. Okay. They're much more focused on his relationship with her mother. Yeah. And he's, they, they have been very, very protective of this child. Yeah. Like, she has not gone with them. She's not fighting monsters. and She did get kidnapped by a monster, but that's not But they're not them. like, hey, let's go into battle, right. They haven't kid. taken her. She had, and I'm, spoilers, by yeah. the way. Um, she did it, they did at one point call her to, like, Ichabod was, uh, in some kind of coma and this monster had him in some dream state. So they used her over the phone to to talk to him and pull him back to reality. Okay. Which was kind of an Abby callback. They do mention Abby. They do talk about her. Well, that's good. At least, at at the very least, they don't act like she never existed. Again. They still treated her really shitty, but. I agree. I agree. Now, while, again, I I am watching the show, but, and I still think it's completely despicable, but again, I feel like I can't talk about it if I haven't seen it. You can't trash talk it unless you know the specifics to trash talk. Yeah. And the fact that now the second witness, witness, this child is a secondary character. Yeah. And it's. It feels like they kind of hamstrung themselves with the whole witness thing is important. And they were like, uh, 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 little kid's a witness. Yeah. So again, they couldn't even really fulfill but their I own premise. But I think they're handling it better than we expected. I Yeah, I got that from the first episode. I was like, okay, this wasn't the complete and utter train wreck I thought it would um, be. They have told her. Oh, okay. She does so know. She does know. She does know. Okay. So. Surprise! And her mother is an ex-Marine. Awesome. Just saying. And with Homeland Security. See, and that's the thing. I like the idea of her character, but they just, she's so yeah, flat I'm to still, me. I'm still very, very jaded. She feels like a trademark strong female character. Like, okay, we made her ex-military check. Oh, girls can do things too. It just feels very two-dimensionally but she's, strong. But she's very maternal. That's good. She's heavily maternal. That's good. Which is not the actress's fault. She needs paycheck. Yeah, yeah. I, I put most of this down to writing. I mean, honestly. And every time, just so you know, Tony, every time I see Jenny on screen, I feel squeaky. I'm I'm so done well, with the, we were, I'm so done with the Jenny character. But we were so afraid that Jenny would become the Abby replacement. She's still Jenny, but, but that they'd elevate her what, to be like the witness replacement because of no the witness replacement is this new partner. Yeah, from what from yeah. what I'm I'm saying, but I still every that time make I it right. every time I see Jenny on screen, I just know how Nicole was treated. Yeah, that I just. I just don't even want her on my show anymore. Yeah. 
get rid of her. Too many bad feelings. Get rid of her, and I might be able to accept the show. Yeah. So, so mm, yeah. Eh. Anyway. Uh, I don't even remember where I was. Uh, the writers of Pain Rest to the Core, they refuse to have Crane see Abby as a woman, but now a child. So if he dies, which I believe he will, he can't even be with Abby in death. Anyway. Um, so now you see why Nicole wanted off this trash show. I totally do. They treated her like they shit. They really did. They never respected her nor the character she played. So I'm waiting for their ass to get canceled so I can celebrate. The word on Twitter is to not hate, watch at all. They deserve to fall into obscurity. Uh, I'm not helping them get ratings. Lastly, I can't wait for Tom Meissen to be freed from that trash. Yeah, because uh, he's awesome like, even, and I really like even him. Even Tony can see that it's not him. That it's not Tom's yeah. fault. Yeah, it's not. Um, she says yellow brick road for me. Hashtag Emerald City. Hashtag Green Wit Envy. Um, I did just look up the uh the artist or the the actress that she was mentioning, um Florence Katsuma. Um, guess who she is? Who is she? Black Panther. <gasps> Move. Whoa. Or you will be moved. Yes. She was the one in Civil War, and yes. she's in the Black Panther movie. Yes. I cannot <clears throat> wait for the she Black is, Panther movie. <gasps> she's in Wonder Woman. Holy fuck. She's crossed over? Senator, yeah, she's one of the, she's one of the Amazons. Nice. Because I love her. I thought she was amazeballs. I have like a Wonder Woman kink anyway, so. Anyway, so uh, we have an email from Gina. Back from early January. So this is a New Year's email. Okay. Oh, yay. Says, I hope you had a good Christmas and that your New Year is starting off all right. Did you get any good gifts or see any good movies during the holidays? Gina, I got a butt ton of PlayStation games. Oh a my god, so fucking many. butt ton! I so got many. what was it? Last count, eleven. Yeah, eleven PlayStation games. Yeah, and it was so funny because I knew you had gotten a ton, and my mom was like, "What do we need to get her for?" You know, because they wanted to get you something, and which was know, sweet of them to do. And and I was like, uh, "I know, but get her the Ezio game." Which I did not have. Which you didn't have. Of all the games I had. And I like, I was like, because I was like, okay, well, we have to, like, I can't, there's certain things that I can't have my parents get for you fandom-wise that would just beg more questions than would need to be answered. Yeah, I get that. So, yeah. so It was perfect. It, it was, yeah. So I literally ended up <laughs> I was with like, about, I'm going to add to the pile. I think that's all I got for Christmas was PlayStation. Of, just of, about. Of note. Yeah. Um, I did get a Sherlock Holmes and the Baskervilles, uh, Hounds of the Baskervilles co- graphic novel. Yeah. Comic thing. So that was interesting. Um, but yeah, I got a lot of, so much PlayStation. Yeah. You? Um, I got the awesome thing that you got me that I still haven't put up yet. Um, the AM, oh, PM. Yeah. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Yeah, because I've got to move. How to tell the time. Yes. AM is the coffee cups and PM is the wine glasses. And then also I got, we. it was so funny. We both got each other a Stranger Things coffee cup. Yes, we did. Mornings are for uh, coffee and contemplation. Well, they were different styles. We did. Yeah, we didn't get the same exact mug. And then I also got a jumbogantic wine glass with evenings are for wine and contemplation. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh. Etsy is a beautiful thing. Etsy is a very beautiful thing. Uh, so, yeah. As far as movies, we did go see Rogue One. We did. We did. Um, Enjoyed it, but also very sad. I didn't know. That. I mean, it made sense that they all. Yeah. But, yeah. But did they have to kill K2SO? Like, I had this fleeting, like, nope, nope, they're going to pull it out. They're going to, at least somebody's going to, no, everybody died. Everybody did died. they have to kill Wash again? <laughs> I know. I 
was so upset. I know. It was, um, it was wrong. Can I just say that if you're a fan of Adam Tudyk, um, who play who does the voice of K2SO, go to the Nerdist podcast, and there is an uh, Alan Tudyk episode. Pod, episode, episode of him, and he talks about portraying. Um, a lot of that was Alan. Yeah. A lot of that character was Alan. yeah. This, as long as Alan has been an actor, this is really kind of his breakout role in a way. He, and he's done a lot of voice work. He does a lot of voice work. A lot for but, Disney, um, believe it or not. But a lot of, he did motion capture. Yeah, he, he was mo-cap, in those so, yeah. scenes. Um, and a lot of that stuff, some of that was actually him improving some stuff because he's a big improver. I love him. He's fabulous. So, but yeah. Um, I want good big things for him. I know. I'd like to see that again. Yeah. Uh, anyway, back to Gina's email. Uh, I had thought about seeing Passengers, but with the mixed feedback, mm. I decided to wait for DVD. <coughs> Pirate. <coughs> also, uh, yeah, once I heard about the consent issue. Yeah. I, like, I couldn't see Chris Pratt in that, I man. Hear. And the fact that he was saying, He would like, read that script and know what that's well, about. Well, and the fact that he did press, and I know they're kind of forced to do press, but did press saying, oh, yeah, I think it's a really interesting movie and da-da-da. Plus... Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is polarizing in some ways. Yeah. Um, she's made some terrible, terrible comments of her own. So yeah, I just, I did a big old pass on that one. That once I heard about the, uh, the, um, the consent, consent issue. issue, I was like, Nope, I'm good. Yeah. Can, so can we take this moment to mourn the passing of our free movies? Oh yes. My, 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 my daughter no longer works at the movie theater. And the local movie theater has changed corporate hands. Yes. And so we no longer have unlimited We still have one access. contact that worked there, but works there, but they can only get one person. Yeah, in. it's it's very, very limited now, so I'm very sad. But I mean it's fine. They have it's to li- they have to live their lives. Um however my child has a much better job now. So yeah. she and has, that's and that's know, what really matters. Good and stuff, I guess. <laughs> I, I haven't seen a movie in weeks. It's, I know. I'm having withdrawals. <laughs> I haven't had popcorn in so long. We can still get popcorn. Okay. We can still get popcorn. You're going to have to hook me up with that. We need to like yeah, get on that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, back to Gina's email. Right, right, right. Uh, I only read reviews about Collateral Beauty and went, nope. I recommend listening to We Hate Movies review of it since it made their list of the worst of 2016. Wow, it was that bad, huh? Oh, Will Smith, your Oscar bait gets worse every year. It's kind of bad, though. Like, when you can tell it's Oscar bait, that's when it gets kind of desperate. Yeah. Yeah, I feel really bad. Yeah. Uh, So she says, my husband was awesome and got me comics. Agent Carter, Operation Sin, and the first collected issue of Jessica Jones. Ooh. He also got me the H... Are we kicking each other? Got me the no, HD... that's re- a dog. That's a, oh, is it? That's a oh, puppy. Oh, puppy. Sorry. I don't mean to kick the puppy. I kick you, but... Well, yeah. Uh, he also got me the HD remaster of Final Fantasy X and X2. Okay. For 10 the, and 2? Yeah, I don't know what 10-2 is. For the PlayStation 3. <laughs> It has a bunch of story and side quest added from the Japanese edition, so it's almost like a brand new game. Cool. An extra 200 hours of side quest and bosses. Holy poo balls, which is like 400 hours in my time. She admits I didn't want to go outside anyway. I don't blame you, man. We had talked about getting a PS4 since more Final Fantasy are supposed to get remastered for it, but he's holding out hope that they'll come to PC. 
Um, I do too since the system is not backwards compatible and I don't want to have to keep rebuying games. I'm trying to update all my movies to Blu-ray. I only have so much disposable income. See, that's one of the problems with the fact that I only have a PlayStation 4 is that I'm having to wait for the remastered. But when I made the decision to purchase a PlayStation 4, my decision was based on the fact that the new games... Yeah would be on PS4, that they wouldn't be making them for PS3, so I, I already have ha- to catch up. And I already had an Xbox 360. When you got the one. So, and I kept it for that very reason. Right. Um, because they are coming far and few between yeah. um, for the remastered stuff. Yes, that's the Ezio collection you were just talking of. Yes. Just got, and I also got the uh, the Batman Arkham City remastered. Oh, okay. Yeah, you did. That was did. more because <laughs> so, so many. Your giant pile of games. <sighs> Which I've barely gotten through one and a half of. And then you bought Dishonored 2 after that. Yeah, that's the half that I've gotten through. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, Dishonored was really good. Anyway, uh, so she goes on to, speaking of disposable income, con planning is upon us. <gasps> In 25 more days, I can buy my four-day pass to Gen Con, which I'm assuming this, since this email is well over that long, she's got it by now. The biggest four-day gaming con in the States, it's in Indianapolis, which is about a two-hour drive from home. Oh, that's not bad at all. We've been going since 2003, and now we almost feel like old people. I'm spitting. Sorry. Old people when we tell folks how it used to be when it first moved to Indy. When it first came here, the city wasn't ready and it ran out of Mountain Dew. Oh my god. I'm not making this up. Oh my god, that's amazing. We went out to dinner on a Saturday and the waitress ran down a list of things they no longer had and Mountain Dew was on the list of things. Last year we topped out at over 200,000 coming in and this year is the 50th year of the con so Holy it's going to balls. be bonkers. Gina, you you must report. Yeah. We need a full yes compiled listing. Yes. of everything that happens at this con. Man, if we went to a con that big our heads might explode. They absolutely, we have discussed going to cons of that size and we yeah. were like, no. We, we're even, we're still toying with the idea of Dragon Con and we have to time and that, that shit. that scares me. Yeah. That scares me. Yeah. And we know people who go, so we could have people to room with. Yeah. Well, you say that. We would room with just us. That's true. Have you met us? I'm sorry. Yeah. What was I thinking? But we could escape to our hotel room when necessary, but it would it would be planning. Yeah, because that would take, like, serious planning to even be in the con hotel. Exactly. Although that's co- it covers several. Yeah, but you know me. I know. I'd have to book it, like, the day it was announced. I know. But, yeah. So, we're used to very small cons. <laughs> yeah, I think our con, 221B con last year was, what, a Yeah, it had gone down a little bit. It had gone down. But it was, it was at Maybe it was, like, something. 750, right around 800 yeah, people. Like yeah, Yeah, it's small in the grand scheme of the and world seattle was i think even smaller than that yeah seattle barely made it through didn't it yeah anyway they were struggling right so um back to her email uh she says i call quote our separate vacation quote since despite going down together my husband and i might not see each other for a day at a time okay so that's you, don't, you know that's you don't tie each other you that's know. the way to do things you're both free to do what you want to do and nobody resents anybody and it's great uh, she says he runs games while while there and lights historical minis, and I tend to play a lot of horror slash sci fi games or attend craft events. That's cool. So talks go like this: Him, I have an event from eight to one p.m. Do you want to get lunch after that? Me, I can't. I have the Lovecraft game until two, and then an event from two to five. Him, I'm supposed to run a game from six to midnight. Let's try for dinner. 
Oh my god, that's amazing, man! The family that cons together—that's I think that's awesome. I think that's beautiful. This is the way to con, yeah, with your spouse. Okay, yeah. but when you and I con, we can barely separate. So. That's true. That's, that's true. Most, that's mostly me. It's so. mostly because we share share a brain too. I know somebody has to have it. That's true. And one of us will get in trouble if we don't. <laughs> that's very true. It's, it's we've seen it in action. Yes, we have. So she says, uh, we don't sleep for four days. Going back to work is a blessing. <laughs> no. I'm debating another trip to Wizard World Chicago, despite it being chaos at its finest. I okay. went last year and nearly killed people while waiting in line for Jillian Anderson. Awesome. If you go to Wizard World and you want to see anyone famous, buy the VIP pass so you will be so happy. Yeah. If you don't have the VIP pass, then you can't even stand in line and wait. I waited almost three hours for Gillian Anderson and got bumped from the line twice for VIP people. I barely got to her in time to sign a box set. Plus, you can't get into famous people panels without a VIP pass. It's bonkers beyond reason. I'm hoping Sebastian Stan will come back and not cancel this time. I'm happy he was hurt, was working, but was super bummed yeah. out. That was the con that she went to with the um, right. the fem the fem Bucky fem Bucky but cosplay. But like I know Wizard World, I can't remember which one. I want to say it was like Cincinnati, the one that Tom and Chris Hemsworth did together. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of people that were like, I waited in line all this fucking time and I couldn't see Tom because the time was up. Yeah. So there's no. We'll stay until everybody's attended to. Like, there is a lot of times, and they peace out, which, you know, I gotta, I gotta give it to them. Their time is valuable, and they're scheduled for a certain time. Mm -hmm. It kind of sucks that the con is framed in such a way. Right. And I gotta say, I'm fucking spoiled by 221B Con. We gotta sit down and talk to David Nellis. Wait. The next paragraph of Gina's email. Oh my God. Wait for it. I hope to save enough money for next year so I can go to 221BCon and meet you wonderful ladies. Shut up! Plus, I think a year might give me enough time to catch up on Sherlock and understand all the feels. Let me get through the end of the questions and then we, we can discuss 221BCon. Dis- well, we need to discuss Sherlock too. She says, bit. can you share some con stories? Oh my God, so many. What goes on at 221BCon? All the things. Does anything happen after the dealer hall closes? Yes. Wizard World at- was... The con that dreaded sundown since it was sort of dead after the hall closed. Any hotels I should try to get into, places I should avoid. Um, I need to go cast spells and make people fall down. Sorry if it was long. I miss you in Gotham. Talk to you later. Thank you so much for your email, Gina. Okay. So, Tutuan Con. Oh, my God. Is the entire reason we We're became friends. friends. Yes. Yes. Um, so, we owe so, it a lot. So, uh, yes, things happen after the deal. Okay, Gina. Uh, 221B Con happens at the Atlanta Marriott in the perimeter. And you can get in the Con Hotel. You can get in the Con Hotel. You can go to 221BCon.com. You can book your, your hotel room through there. There's still rooms available, from yeah. what we understand, through March 16th. Yeah. Is when they stop with the rates. Now, and they will do an overflow, but I don't think, I think, because... This year, and I know last year, they kept opening additional room They blocks. continue to open rooms. So, um, they have so a really good relationship with the hotel, and the hotel has been be amazing. This will be the fourth year this con has been in this hotel, and you want in the con hotel. Absolutely, you do. Now, that being said, this is a 24-hour con. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, not officially, but yeah. Not is. no panels start in the morning and panels end in the evening. And the 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 artist alley they don't call it a dealer's hall; it's called artist alley. Opens in the morning and closes in the evening. The con suite, which you and I host, <laughs> opens in the morning and closes in the evening. There's a lot of after hour stuff. It's one of those things where we come in a day early. We come, we come in, in on, on Thursday, Thursday and we leave on Monday. And all our friends that are I know that are going this year are doing the same. Because the con, while the con technically like starts Friday evening, yeah, it starts on Thursday. Yeah, for Unoffi- most of us. unofficially, it starts on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can get the same rate throughout all of those days. Yes, but yeah, it's it's twenty four hours. It's a giant love fest, and you will probably not leave the hotel. Yeah, the whole time you're there. However, there is a hotel restaurant. Restaurant. There's a oh, with the driver with the shuttle shuttle. That will take she you. She did the little motion. I, I can't remember the word. A the shuttle that will take you to. There's a grocery store within. It's right by right by a mall too. So like the, there the are shuttle options. range. Yeah, you've got options. Um, but yeah, there's there is so much that happens twenty four seven there. Um, one thing that I think might interest you is, um, and I didn't I didn't go last year because we had done it. God, I think the previous couple of years is the fanfic workshop. They have they have a fanfic. Mm panel gina would tell there's a fanfic panel there's which an is, all which is there's all a ages. fanfic yeah there's an all ages but there's also a, a late, night. late night work a uh, fanfic workshop which is run by some of the best fanfic authors we know yeah, yeah. some really high name people if you know the sherlock our fandom i mean we're talking like emma grant abundantly queer was involved uh for the At first one couple time. years um and and of course they cycle through because you know i know i've talked to a couple of them who are like you know how exhausting it is doing that yeah, it really but so is. they cycle through, and yeah. they're always doing new stuff. But there is late night stuff going. There's also a karaoke, karaoke dance party. Confirmed, there is another burlesque this year. Oh Confirmed. Confirmed, y'all. I need to talk to y'all. Fandom themed, fandom themed burlesque. burlesque. Like there was a stripping Ron Weasley. I will never look at Ron Weasley the same again. That I swear to God. It was, but it was so much fun, and so. We, like Janya said, we run the, we run the hospitality suite for the con. Um, we observe like business hours purely so we can then close up because <laughs> we like, hang out with our friends. Cause we like to have fun. Yeah. And, but it is, it's one giant love fest. And, um, it was Caitlin actually, who I was talking to about this last year. She said, as a woman, it is the safest I feel among yes. large groups of people. Yes. Like, because let's face it, there's young folks and there's going to be folks that are like, holy shit, I get to go buck wild. I'm going to overindulge because I can. Yeah. And I will say, I don't condone that because please don't, you, you pass out and you no, don't enjoy no the your con. Limits. No, no your, your limits. limits. But also it's a very safe environment. Very safe. There's a non-gendered rest. They open up some of the restrooms as non-gendered. Yep. Which is great. Um, it's always a very safe place. If you need anything, you walk up to anyone. Yep. They will assist you and point you and get yep. you in the, in a safe place should you need to be. Um, the con committee is a- The directors amazing. are, which we have become, I don't want, not close friends, but yeah. we're very good friends with. Yeah. They're um, amazing. All they, women. They, all five of the directors are women. Yep. Um, that created this and founded this. They are wonderful, wonderful people. They just want people to have fun. Now, all of that being said, this is not just a Sherlock convention. Yes. It is primarily Sherlock. 
It is and not it's Sherlock even, Holmes in all iterations. Yeah, it's not even BBC Sherlock Holmes. It's um real I mean quick, it's I canon, go. it's Russian Holmes, it's you know, elementary, it's uh the great mouse detective has their own panel this year. It's do they? It's even stuff yeah, like Yeah, I'm gonna pull up panels right yeah, now. Yeah, it's even stuff like Psych and House who are basically Sherlock Holmes, just slightly retooled for modern audiences. Um I mean, here's yeah, yeah, here's here's panels. Now the panels, these are not totally confirmed. They're just if they get enough panelists for them, this is what they're doing. Um there's still a cabin pressure panel, which I'm not sure why, but hey, they I'll take to, it. They used to live tweet with Finnamore when it was still a thing, when it was still going. When it was still going. Um, yeah. There's an author continuity Doyle oh my God, panel, which none. is, that's canon. Yeah. There's yeah. a canon 101. There's a con etiquette panel. Mm-hmm. There's costuming on a budget. There's a cursed child panel. Harry Potter is huge yeah. at this con. Yeah. There's a Dirk Gently panel. I'm so excited for that. There is a Doctor Strange panel. There is an elementary panel. There's a fan art panel. Uh fan estate planning. Oh. Yeah, we yeah, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. Privately. Uh there's from Christy to Reich's famous female detective novelists. Yeah. Great mouse detective. There's there's a Hamilton panel. <gasps> I know. There was a sing-along last year. There was a sing-along last year. Uh, let's see. John uh, Jane Austen. Cool, There's cool. a Jane Austen yeah, uh, panel this year. Caitlin's There's a Kingsman panel. Kobayashi Maru panel. That's awesome. There's two Kingsman panels. Merlin. Yep. Welcome to Night Vale. So it's, again, I'm not just going to read through them all, um, which I started to do. So it's not just about 221BCon. It's yeah. about fandom in general. Yeah. Uh, so it's, and, and Gina, if you go, you have to come and find us. Yes. We are easily located. We will give you water and food. And, and swag. And swag. We're giving so much shit away. God, we have so much shit. Yeah. Like, I, like my entire chase is covered You're in living, it right now. Oh my my God, living room is so like, much fan, it's like fandom staging right now. Like, we're in that stage. Yes. Um, okay. So stories, what is your favorite two to one beacon story god um i think okay so when before we did the con suite our our first or second year there it was our second year the first year of homeless network yes okay so we were doing homeless network and you know it was something we did on tumblr and we did survival guides and like people seem to be Mm -hmm. responding to it we went up to the three patch podcast suite yes and fox fox escato was like, oh my god, you're the homeless network, and she hugged us, and I was like, oh, and uh, holy fuck, Fox knows who I am. Pence wanted to take a picture with us. Yes, yes, Shannon. Yes, Shannon wanted to take a picture with us. These are like infamous podcasters within the Sherlock and they're fandom. huge in the fandom, and I was like, oh my, they god. know who we are. But uh, like, they're so they're such beautiful, awesome people, and they're so inclusive. Yes, and so there was uh like every room party that we would walk into mm-hmm. we would go oh hey we're bringing some swag we're the home they would cheer us yeah yeah and we're like okay you know who we are this was really weird <laughs> that was so much fun yeah um one of my favorite parts was when we went to it was our second year okay the first year it was last year no year before last yeah 15 was the first homeless network. Okay. When there was, um, Ben Sider was there. Oh my God. 
And you and I are such a trooper. You and I are Dogeny Club. We're lifetime memberships. We have a lifetime membership. We're we live here now. Yeah, they're stuck with us. And uh, we got to meet him in the strangers' room. Yeah, like with like a one-on-one kind of thing. He signed our DVDs. He signed our (laughs) DVDs. It's okay. I have a shrine. Yeah. Well. Yeah. To him, well, not to him, to the movie. He's awesome. He he was was he rolled with it, and then the next year, David Nellist was our guest, and he totally rolled with it. Like he literally hung out all weekend. And I will say, like he was letting people buy him drinks, so he was a little tipsy. He was so (laughs) wouldn't you? Well, yeah, but he was so cool because he was saying stuff like, "This is so interesting," because he, he he didn't expect the way we were i think he expected like the quote-unquote crazy sherlock fans and he yes. was like he was like this is such a supportive environment it's women's support because it is it's guys we're not going to ever discourage you from okay. coming but it is a very female-oriented environment and non-binary yes. and he was like you guys are so supportive of each other yes and he was just really kind of amazed we do have older white men yeah who come every year because they love Sherlock Holmes. Because they love Sherlock Holmes. There's a lot of Baker Street Irregulars, which mm-hmm. is like the quote-unquote unofficial. Yeah. They yeah. come because they have such a joy of Sherlock Holmes and they love spreading it. There's um, also, Gina, we do, um, because I know Gina is into a lot of, of fundraising mm-hmm. and charity work. And I w- there's a lot of fundraising for the Beacons. All f- charity yeah. Fundraising is for the Beacon Society, yeah, which is an extension of the Baker Street Irregulars, which brings the stories of Sherlock Holmes to school-age children. Yeah. It's all about bringing Sherlock Holmes to the classroom and what yes. they can get from it. Um, and we usually raise a good deal amount we of money We do raise a them. good... There's, um, there's a silent auction. Th- there's always a silent auction. Oh, my... We got... We won a Sherlock Holmes... Um, the Asylum Sherlock Holmes script. Yeah. I've got that, that woodcut that um, yes. Moxie did. We auction off... We, I get it like Crystal now. Yes. Uh, we auction off a podcast. We do indeed. Uh, which is where our podcast for... Raising Arizona Raising Arizona? From. Yeah. Came from. We, I need to get in touch with her and let her yeah. know. We'll do that again. Um, so, yeah, it's it's so much fun. The dealer's room, you walk down there and you see artists like, like Saki, mm-hmm. like Kelly, like Jackie, who you just... Are big in the fandom. Oh, they're huge, but... I mean, they're so nice. Yeah, yeah. And everybody knows everybody, and it's and if it's you a don't, big, they and will, if you don't they will go out of their way to be cool to and make nice you to feel you. comfortable. Yeah, it's 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 love. It's it a is, giant love fest. It is so just. I get the best feeling going. Oh, it's it's really is the best. I mean, I have never really known true friends until two to one be kind. I'll be honest. Yeah, and I know so many people who are so nice and accept me for who I am because mm-hmm. I always thought I was so weird. Yep. Because I am, I don't like people touching me. Mm-hmm. And people ask me. Yeah. Can I hug you? Yeah. It's that kind of an environment. Oh my gosh. Where people are very aware of, now am I using your correct pronouns? Yeah, they have pronoun stickers. Like, it's, and, and, and the con committee just, they go out of the way to make sure that it is inclusive. Um, and it's just, it's so nice. It's like, yes, they do. it's like, God, if the real world were like this. Oh, I know. It's heaven. Yeah. So I highly recommend anybody that is able to go. Yes. Um, and it's, yes, we'll there's probably always things if you come. You will always find something that's going on. There is also, they call it Mrs. Hudson's Parlor, which is just an open room mm-hmm. that's open 24-7. Yeah. 
just well, kind I of say a seven. Room. It's open the entire time that you yeah. can just go and hang out in. So there's that too. So um, usually Obama is there playing cards against humanity, um, and Biden will be there this year. Uh, as yes, well. Biden will. Uh, Obama will be joined by Biden this year, mm-hmm. and a T Rex, possibly T Rex, and, an and an elephant. Yeah, I thought there was that, an elephant. At- an elephant just appeared. That nobody will. Obama did too. Obama has just appeared. I think Biden just showed up too. I don't know. Okay. Uh, well, like we have John and Sherlock up in the suite, and we are getting them back. Yes, we've been told. Yes. So. But so yeah, it's it's amazing, and I love it. Um, as far as places you should avoid, as long as you're in the con suite, the con hotel. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. You're fine. There's a strip mall within. Uh, again, the shuttle, shuttle distance yeah. if you need. But you will not find a reason to need to leave. Yeah. Especially if you prep ahead of time and if you want to, um, if you're going to drive, you can load up on like snacky grocery stuff for your room um, or you can get it when you're here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just it's all in the planning. But yeah, I pretty much don't leave the hotel. We don't. The, really, the only time we have to leave the hotel is when we need to make a supply run for the suite. And that's usually just on Thursdays, and we don't leave the rest of the time unless yeah. we just need to. Yeah. And I'm perfectly content to do that. Yeah. But yeah, some of the best friends I, know, right? I have and ever that's, made. That's literally how we met. The first time I met you face-to-face. Was 221BCon 2014. 14. Yeah. Was you showing up at my house to literally leave. And I was like, please don't be crazy. Go to- please don't be crazy. Please don't be crazy. <laughs> we have a room together and everything. Please don't be a serial killer. Yeah. Um, and it was great. Yeah. So there so. you go. So if anybody tells you meeting people from the internet is weird, you can tell them to <laughs> kiss my ass. I know, right? Well, I mean, I was thinking yesterday. And that's, by the way, that's all of our uh, written in feedback. So there's that. I was just thinking the other day about some of the good friends that you and I have made mm-hmm. through this podcast. Yeah. We've got Gina and Chris and Michael and, and Franzi and Tony and, and Joe, Joe um, Greg. Mm-hmm. Just precious people. Just wonderful people who I just, um, just, was it, it was yesterday, uh, we had Chris who had asked about a crossover piece of art of Ming-Na as a Jedi. Which, because Ming-Na's a big a big damn nerd. She's a huge Star Wars freak. Yeah. And I say that with all the love in my heart. Yeah. And Being Michael obligated and drew it for yeah. her. And it's awesome. And it's on our Facebook page. And to see, because we started when this When you pod- guys started talking to each other, we almost died. We're like, they're, they're becoming sentient. It was so great. Um, yeah. But to know, because I mean, we started this podcast because of our love of fandom yep. and to see people connecting to each other through that love of fandom. It's just, that's what this is all about. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just so awesome. But also go check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash randomty podcasts to see this wonderful piece of art as it's awesome. May slash Ming Na as a Jedi. And it's beautiful. Cause I woke up to that. Cause you I sent, did. You sent it to me after I had gone to sleep. Um, and I woke up to that, and I was like, oh, my God. It's, oh, it's so awesome. It's awesome. It made me happy. He also drew me a Winter Soldier. Shut up. Yeah. It's great. So, yeah, I mean, you can you can check that all out on, again, Facebook.com slash Random Tea Podcasts. Uh, there's also our Twitter at Random Tea Casts. Uh, our Tumblr, Um, 
or you can email us if you want to get involved in all this feedbacky goodness. Um, randomteapodcasts at gmail.com. Absolutely. And, and basically, if you talk to us about something that we can't fit into one of our regular shows, it ends up here. It's going to be here. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is, this is what the, this is what this is for. This is, is the, the intent. Catch-up. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but there's also, if you don't remember all that, you can go to our website at randomteapodcast.com. And if you scroll to the bottom, there's links to all that socially goodness. Yeah, it's awesome. What else can they find on our website? A link to our sponsor. <gasps> our sponsor. Which one? Unofficial National Fan of Fragrances. Yeah, which Yay. they finally dug themselves out of the snow from the Good. Pacific Northwest. So <laughs> their order should be shipping out soon. Um, if you use our code, Random Tea Podcast. No S. You get 10% off an order of $5 or more. And I know that because I just read it right there. That's good. There's a link in our show notes and on our front page to their Etsy shop. It's smell like your favorite character. And talk about good to 221B Con. They sent us with so much swag to give away last year. Yeah, they did. And we were letting, we had, we had samples for people to smell that we ended up giving away at the end of it. And then we also had like, um, we would say, okay, you know, we're doing a giveaway for a bottle of this. And we had them all lined up. And, you, man, it was so funny to see them over there, like, contemplating, like, okay, can I get this? Can I get this? Oh, man, shit, you got the Sherlock one. I wanted that one. Um, they did us a limited edition 221Bcon scent, too. Yeah, so. and so, like, they've been super great to 221Bcon and to us and giving free stuff away. And so they're they're wonderful and I'm, good I'm people. looking at their clearance page. <gasps> yeah. Uh, you can get the Nightmare Lovers. Which is uh, Jack and Sally? Jack and Sally for nine dollars. That's not bad. That's that's a bundle. Um, they've got a bunch of Disney princesses on here. Yeah. Uh, let's see the Pirate Captains bundle, which oh. is uh, Captain Sparrow and Pirate King Swan. There you go. Is on there. Uh, let's see. Finn is on clearance. Okay. The Heaven and Hell bundle. Which is from Supernatural. That's Crowley, Crowley and Castiel <laughs> is out there. Um, they've, okay, to, let's see. Their fandoms cover Supernatural, Sherlock, Doctor Who, Harry Potter, DC Comics, Pokemon, Game of Thrones, Disney, and Marvel. What do they got under Marvel Jeez now? Crow. Oh, they got Deadpool, Captain America, Loki. Stuck. They have the Stucky bundle. Oh my god, that's amazing. Iron Man, Storm. Yeah, and the Winter Soldier. Yep. So, oh man, what is Dead- Deadpool is for symptoms of cancer. I know that as far Aww. as uh, clove, sandalwood, and geranium. I don't think I've smelled that one yet. Really? Oh, yeah. and also they, ha- they do have the Hogwarts houses um, if you need to be sorted. Yeah, and they will sort you if you they don't know sort your... you If you need that. Yeah. So check them out. We love them. I've got a counter full. I do too. So many. So I'm really glad I got this, the uh, Stranger Things entire bundle. Cause those Did are, you? Those are all really good. Oh, I need to smell those. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, but also, you can, you know, if you just want to throw some money at us, we'll take it. Yeah. There's a donation link on our front page, too, which... We ain't going to say no to that. Uh, Yeah. But because of your support, we are able to renew all of our hosting. Yes. This summer. So we're very excited about that. Yeah. That, that really was, when we hit that point, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, when we finally hit the, the we covered, I think it was, uh, the Joe's, annual I think it was Joe's donation. That put us over. That put us over the edge. Yeah. To pay for all of our hosting and domain 
yeah. name and everything. So we've got, you will have another year. And if you're feeling froggy, a hundred bucks gets you a podcast. Yeah, it of does. Your choosing. Yeah, it does. So pick a movie or a season of TV and we will do one singular episode. But yeah. So, uh, anything else we need to pimp out there? I don't think that we need to pimp, but there are things that need discussing. Okay. Okay. Do you want to talk about Timeless now? Let's talk about Timeless. Okay, so I enjoy it more than I thought I would because I was kind of with you. I kind of thought, okay, that sounds great, but how can you sustain that premise? How long can they keep up the premise? Yeah, and I, and I will say it. I miss, like, it's been out for a while, and spoilers. Um, when they come back in the first episode and shit's been changed, they go into what the differences are. Not a ton, but they mm-hmm. really haven't done that, and that's what I find interesting. Yeah, they kind of they kind of backed away from it, um, but I think it would have gotten very, very repetitive to have gotten, okay, this change, okay, this change, yeah. okay, this change. I mean, yeah. God, how much can you change history yeah. and not it just completely fuck up the whole world? Yeah, yeah. So I have to say that the season finale, I think, is airing as we are recording right Yeah, I think now. it is. Which we have not seen yet. Yeah. So. Because we do not watch that live because that's like at 9 o'clock at night and that's late. It's so late. And I bitch about it when it's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at 9 on Tuesdays. It is. Oh my God. It's so late. I'm like, we're going to be up forever. We get up really early. Yeah. Um, I'm really enjoying it. I hope it gets renewed. I do too. I didn't realize that it was going to be such a, and I say such a short season. For American television, this is short. Yeah. Um, It's not. It's not quite half of a normal, but it's just, I think it's going to be 16 episodes. I don't remember. Um, but I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I'm enjoying it more than I thought I would. I am too. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm, and we've had some supernatural people crop up. Well, it is, uh, time, timeless is Eric uh, an Eric Kripke, which is the person originally behind, uh, supernatural who is still listed as a consultant yeah, he is. on supernatural. But yeah, Jim Beaver, who holds a special place in my heart. Misha Collins has been on it. And so, like, I've been happy to see my babies on it. But I think they've done a good job. Yeah. I find it very interesting. William Shatner watches this show. Yes, he does. So, I would just like to say, um, I'm enjoying that a lot. So, uh, what else are we watching? Um, I, what did, oh, I watched a series of Unfortunate Events. Did you? I did not. On Netflix. um, When it, it actually came out. On when I was homesick, when I had gone to the doctor that day, and yeah. I was like, I feel like shit, and I need something to distract me. It was the, it was like January, Friday the 13th. Yeah. It came out on Friday the 13th, oh, because of okay. course it did. Of course it did. And I binged it. I think that whole weekend I, I finished, it, it's eight episodes of the first season, and I really enjoyed it. Okay. I thought I'm, it was I'm intending really well to done. watch it. I thought it was really well done. Um, I thought that. The way they put it together was very interesting because, of course, it's very stylized. But it was—I I thought it was That's, really cute. Um, oh, what is his name? Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But I—I I really enjoyed it. Um, so I think I think you'll like it. Okay, I'm, I'm intending to watch it. Yeah. Um, I am currently in pirate hell. Well, I think you need to explain why you are in pirate hell for the people that don't listen to our Agents, Agents <laughs> of Shield podcast. So Zach McGowan. Who is currently kind of guest starring on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as Anton Ivanov. The Superior. The Superior. He's Russian. We were recording an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the podcast, and we were discussing Zach McGowan, and Mm -hmm. you pulled up IMDb, and you showed me 
a picture of this gentleman with long hair. Because ex- I watched, I, I watched the pilot you episode did. You of Black the Sales, pilot. and I said he's from Black Sales. Yeah, and you were like, yeah, and really? I was like, he's got really long hair in that, and I showed you. You showed me the picture. Like, Damn it! And that was all she wrote. Yeah, I am now in season three. I just finished episode, uh, season three, episode seven this afternoon. I know what shakes your boat. Uh, the hair. I know. I know. I know you. I've <sighs> met you, man. Um, so yeah, I'm in pirate hell. Um, it's, it's okay. It's, it's not, not great. No, it's no Game of Thrones. It's no Westworld. Um, it's no Gotham. And it's one thing that, cause we were talking when I was making dinner tonight, I think the talent of the actors and the production values are pretty fucking exceeds high. Far exceed the script. The writing. Yeah. 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 So I think it could have could have been great. Could have been a contender. Could have been a contender if the if the script was a little stronger, but it was one of those where I watched it and I was like, I have to be judicious now about my television choices because I'm like is this something that I'm actually going to keep up with? Because I can't tell you how many things I get two or three seasons into and well, I go, oh, fuck all. I'm well, not going to continue Well, this. when I learned that the season four, which is currently airing, is the final season. Yeah. I was like, okay, I can do I this. I can binge this. Yeah. I can do this. Yeah. Um, so Toby Stevens is the, I guess, the main character. He plays Captain Flint. Yeah. Uh, he is the son, which I learned today. He is the son of Dame Maggie Smith. Oh, my God. Like, wow. Yeah. Like, she's immortal. How does she have children? Oh, my God, I love her. That's just wrong. I love her so much. Um, He reminds me very much of the actor who plays Jorah. Yeah. In Game of Thrones. By looks. Ian Glenn, I think, is his name. Yeah, but just simply by the way he looks. There's nothing to do with his... But his his acting far, far exceeds the character of of Captain Flynn. Yeah. Uh, The premise of the show is it's a prequel to Treasure Island. Yeah. And it's very much centered on Nassau... Uh, and New Prov- New Providence is the name of the island, by the way. Okay. New Providence Island. And um, it's like Cap- the Zach McGowan plays uh, Captain Vane, who Flint. was... No. Zachary McGowan plays Captain Vane. Oh, yeah. You're Bane. Toby Stevens plays there Captain Flint. There you go. Sorry. Um, but like Captain Vane was a person. Yeah. And Jack and Rack- Bonnie's in it. And Bonnie is in it. Jack Rackham is in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all actual pirates. Blackbeard mm-hmm. makes an appearance in season three. Um, even Blackbeard's mentor. Oh God, what was his name? Starts with an H. Uh, Hornigold. Hornigold. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's pirates, man. It's all about the pirates because you can't tell a pirate story without having Hornigold and Blackbeard in it. And Nassau. Hornigold's in uh, Black Sails. I'm not Black Sails. Shit, we that's the movie. Um, Sales. What's the Assassin's Creed? Something. Black Flag? Black Flag! Okay. Hornigold's in that, too. See, now I may need to... Uh, and this, so this, this may be what gets me to actually play Black Flag. Oh, my God. I'm so because sad. Pirates. So uh, Long John Silver is in it. Who you did not like at all. I did not. Having watched he, he, he did not one episode. He hit me right. He gets better by season three. Because I wanted to smack the shit out of him in the first episode. Um, everybody is sleeping with everybody. Yeah. Everybody's bi, too. Everybody's bi. Like, like, like serious. Like, like, whoa. Like, for real. Yeah. Not just implied. Although, I learned today from Tumblr that the current uh, ship is Flint Silver. Really? Yeah. Okay, so that's the big... Apparently, but I don't see it. And I, well, who will ship anything. Don't see it. I don't see that. Hmm. Interesting. I don't see it. 
So there's that. Um, it's it's okay if there have been characters who have died on the show, and I'm like, eh, yeah, I don't, you don't really. It's, it's fine. Yeah, whatever. I'm not heartbroken. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm in it. Yeah. So it's I'm watching it. It's not awesome, but it's not bad. Yeah. Um, on the same vein of Pirates, have you seen the preview for the Vane. Pirates 5? Vane. Yeah, Vane. You said Vane. I did. Yeah, because Johnny Depp's not in it. Yeah, he is, I thought. Oh, who's not in it? Bloom. Kira. No, Kira's Kira. not in it. I'm just going to name all the actors. Yes, you're going to name all of them. No, they, they've, they've it's got... It's Kira. Yeah, Kira's not in it. Oh. But it's Benicio Del Toro, I believe, is the bad guy, and he's like lava guy or something That's like from hell and can they just let that go i kind of think like four was bad four was terrible one was good two was all right three, three is my favorite amazing. and At it's World's... rare that the third one i like better than the first one well the, the middle first one's an origin well the middle one is always the yeah stepchild the weak tit on this mama cat but that's my favorite yeah is the three, three. and four like just, what even was stopped. i just they should have just yeah. let it go yeah but Whatever. so I just thought that was interesting because I was like, damn it, we're going to have to go see that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, Dion. Oh, we do need to still go see John Wick, too. We do. We do. Um, okay. I'm, I've, uh, I got Dishonored for Christmas. You did. And I've played it through. You got that before Christmas, though, didn't you? Mm, it was I one of the ones f- you got from like a family thing. Got it from my brother. Was like I think a you week beat or... it pretty quick. Yeah, I got it. It's a pretty easy, quick game. It's not open world, but it's not first person shoot. It's kind of a hybrid. Yeah, between first person shooter and, and open an world. RPG, yeah, um, which I kind of enjoyed how light it was. Yeah, and I played through that sucker pretty nicely. So I had to pick up Dishonored two. Where I can play the lady. Lady Protag, man. Lady Protag. So I'm currently playing that right now. And it's a much bigger world than the first one. Yeah. Uh, It's really built on the story from the first one. Mm -hmm. Which is a lot of fun. Because the little girl from the Dishonored is who I'm playing now. That's awesome. So that's a lot of fun. And you're playing the Ezio collection. I finally had to put Dragon Age Inquisition down because I played it through. Was it hard? Well, I, I, I finished Trespasser DLC again okay so i played it through twice the first one i only played i think two of the dlcs and then last time i played all three all the okay. way through okay but if Zelly, i had to put it down if zelly's at con like we think they're going oh to be God. this year i totally need an iron bull pillow I, I, every year i get a new pillow i'm trying to figure out who i need i need iron bull i I think I, I want need, Cassandra. I need, you can have Cassandra, I but Cassandra. I need the bay. Yeah, you do. I need Iron Bull. The problem was I couldn't make Cassandra my bay because I ain't playing as a dude. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm an elf mage and that's pretty much what I played <laughs> both through. And what do I always play? A tiny elven a warrior. A tiny, tiny gray haired elven warrior. Whose sword is bigger than her. Claymore is. is taller than I am. Yes. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yes. So, so did you ever finish? Yeah. Okay, you did. Yeah. You did. I did. I just, I didn't play you didn't any, have the any of the DLCs. No, I right. just had the, the straight game. I'm really glad I, I got that because, and the whole reason was it was cheap on Xbox Gold for the whole shebang. I, my kid bought it for me. Yeah. Well, she wanted it. Yeah. And I think we'd, the had, DLCs a, I think we'd had a fight or something. Yeah. And she was, and she, I don't remember. But the DLC was she really, all three of them were very good, very immersive. So now I'm like, okay, when do I get a sequel? 
I know. I'm ready for a new dragon. I enjoyed it a yeah. lot. So I did start, I did start, uh, the Ezio. You which, went to Brotherhood, didn't you? Yeah, cause I had played Brotherhood before. Um, I started to 100 years ago on Xbox 360. So, but now that it's been remastered, I of course went to the one I've played before, um, because that's the way I am. Um, so I'm almost done with that. I'm now to the point where I'm playing through all the shitty quests that I didn't really want to do. Yeah. So now I'm, I'm, I'm about to do sequence eight, which is pretty far into it. But oh yeah, yeah that's that is deep. It's well, it's and deep. that's the thing I noticed. I was telling you before we started recording is either I didn't play a lot of this last time I played it, or they've added new content because there were whole quests that I'm like, what the fuck is this? I haven't done this. I didn't do that. <laughs> I didn't do all the Leonardo quests and stuff. I got a fucking parachute now. So like, there is that, but you can also tell how much the franchise has grown from this, not just in the gameplay, but as far as the variety of the stuff they give you to do, because there's no stealth. Yeah, I don't like that. There is absolutely no stealth. I miss Evie. I miss, like, crouching in bushes. That's why I think I like Black Flag so much. You can, like, conceal yourself in bushes and just, like, fire blow darts at people and fuck them up. Um, So that's been kind of hard for me, but... I, I do love it though because I think it's a great franchise. So I would ha- I would recommend the Ezio trilogy because you get three three games, especially if you've never played. We them get before. three games for the pro- because you start it starts with Assassin's Creed two. Yeah, which by all accounts, um, assass- there's Assassin's Creed one, mm-hmm. which is a certain level. This is the original. It's L tier. Yeah, yeah, it's and which is a great story, but the gameplay clunky. between one and two is vastly different. Yeah, and from two on. It's, they improved it, it's, with the exception of Unity. Yeah, it was, we don't, it's an outlier and should not be counted. Yeah. Um, but beyond, but from two forward, the gameplay is similar, but again, approved, improved upon. Yeah. But yeah. vastly different from one. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can start, if you can get the Ezio collection, you can start with Assassin's Creed 2, which is kind of a reboot yeah. More than it is a sequel. And that's the thing, like, the, uh, and I wish they would do this, more of this again, because what they did with Ezio is there were three full games developed for him as a character. Yeah, because he had, there was Assassin's Creed 2, Brotherhood, and, and then Revelations. Revelations, yeah. And so, like, people got really intent on that character, and we didn't really get that later. No. We got, stand, we got three, then we got, like, uh, Black Flag and Rogue and Unity and, and Syndicate and they were all awesome and I really enjoyed them except for three I didn't make it very far in three um, I'm not even playing the main character I'm playing the main character's dad at that point wow um, so like I think that was really kind of unique where they they carried you along and you got invested in Ezio's entire timeline yeah and um, that's something I kind of wish they would go back to yeah see I would love to play more of Jacob and Evie yes and their oh story oh my gosh yeah yeah. Cuz there's uh there's DLCs mm-hmm. that's what 15 years later, yeah. 20 years later yeah. or something. Yeah. That brings you into Jack the Ripper, but So I'm still hearing rumors because we assume we're getting an Assassin's Creed this year. We haven't really heard um, anything. We didn't get one last year, but they said we're taking a break, we're focusing on the movie, which was terrible. Um Oh, so God, bad. it was so bad, y'all. Y'all just it was bad. Um and so I'm assuming we're going to get an announcement decently soon once we start getting into like the electronic shows um because i think we knew about syndicate officially e- like in april-ish three e- yeah something about e- yeah they usually announce because we'll usually hear rumblings um 
so I'm I'm really excited because I I do want another one this year, and that's that's the only thing though. Like Assassin's Creed, I'm generally done pretty quickly, um, because I'm not you. I don't play it to hundred percent. That's the <laughs> thing I loved about Dragon Age. I could play that fucker forever. And I really don't play through. And as soon as I was done with the first playthrough, I went back and started over again. Yeah, there's, I don't even see rumors yeah. of, because I'm looking here and it's, even on Wikipedia, it's still talking about how they were taking a year off. And that's yeah. a year ago. Yeah. Says uh, Ubisoft started to question the annualized franchise with the release of Assassin's Creed Unity and the fact that Assassin's Creed Syndicate had a slower launch than expected. Yeah. Well, you know, they're saturating their market too. Yeah, and the movie. And I'm sorry, Unity didn't didn't help them. Unity the gameplay was, was really well, clunky. See, Unity was the first Assassin's Creed I played on a console. Yep. And then I went from that to Syndicate, and I was like, oh, now you see what now I, was I see about. why Unity. I was like, oh, Unity's not so bad. Oh, yeah. Now I yeah. understand. So yeah. there's that. But yeah, so um, so that's what I'm playing now, and then I'm going to go back and do. Two and Revelations. Yeah, see, I'm going to go order. from, after I finish Dishonored, to I'm going to go back to, because I started uh, Assassin's Creed 2. Yeah. But then I was like, I, I need Dishonored. Yeah. And it was on sale, so I got it. Uh, so, some other news. Like what? Um, I have learned recently that there is a Star Trek Green Lantern <laughs> crossover comic. Oh my gosh. Like, what the fuck? And this is the movie-verse of Star Trek. Yeah. This is the reboot J.J. Um, Abrams universe. And I learned this because Benedict Cumberbatch's con yeah. is in the number two issue. You mean the con that they denied for, like, a fucking year and thought we were dumb? Yeah. You mean that con? Still that, bitter about that. That con. Still bitter about that, J.J. Yeah, everybody. We knew. Everybody knew. Yeah. yeah. It was funny, though, because the press at that time was hilarious because... They were all doing press, and they're like, so Benedict, you're con, basically. And Benedict's like, no, I'm totally not. I'm John Harrison. Totally so not con. Here is oh Benedict in comic book <laughs> version. You can go to Nerdist.com and, and look him up, and there he, this is. Look at him with his tight pants. Needless to say, Benedict is now a comic book character. Yes, he is. So there's that. Yeah. So do with that what you will. People. Do with that information as you will. So you know we're getting a Star Trek series. Another one. Yes, which is being headed up by Shaniqua. Somebody. Oh, shoot. Something green. Yeah, because it's going to have, it's going to have, like, it looks pretty fucking promising. I hope it's not terrible. It's going to be on, like, CBS, though, right? Oh, I don't know. What? Oh, my God. If you search for Star Trek on IMDb, it's, it's going to be a minute. Yeah. Um, oh, here. Star Trek Discovery. Doug Jones is in it. I like him from um, from uh, Hellboy. You still haven't seen Hellboy. No, I still have not see seen it. Hellboy. Has to see Hellboy. I love Hellboy. Oh, God. Oh, what is her name? She's from Walking Dead. I don't know your life. Shaniqua Martin Green. Shaniqua Martin Green. Yes, yeah. she's uh, she's uh, from Walking Dead. Cool. She's a woman of color. Cool, cool. And while she is not, from what I understand, while she is not senior staff, the show is shown from her point of view, so she is considered main character. Cool. 
So, um, and it's Brian Fuller who did uh, Hannibal and Alex Kurtzman who was involved in Sleepy Hollow. Oh, she's the lieutenant commander. Cool. She's the number one. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Kurtzman was involved in the f- Sleepy Hollow in some of the bad times, um, but also in some of the good times, too. So there you go. James Frain is in it. I love James Frain. He's a Vulcan. Oh, is he going to be a bad guy? He's Sarek. Uh, I hope he's not a bad guy because he needs he's to be. He's the father Michelle of. Michelle He's Spock's father. You know who Sarek is. Oh, he's Spock. Wait, so this is like a prequel? James Frain is Sarek, a Vulcan astrophysicist and the father of Spock. Frain <gasps> appears as the younger version of the character who was first portrayed by Mark Leonard in the original Star Trek series. Anthony Rapp from Rent. One of my Rent babies. Mm. Michelle Yeoh. So this is this is some folk. It's still TBA. Yeah. Oh my God, James Frain. It's still in development. Let's, let's hope he gets uh, some some better stuff than Gotham. Because so. wow. Because like whoa. But yeah, he's uh. So he's, yeah, it's like it's slated for 2017. So I'm I'm expecting to see it in the fall. So I'm pretty I'm I'm pretty hopeful about that because I've never actually done the star any of the Star Trek shows. Really? Yeah, I just, it was one of those things where, you know how I am, if I don't see it from the beginning, yeah. I want no part of it. Yeah, well. And, and it's just, it's now become so large of a universe. Star Trek is a huge, huge universe. And it's um, like, I, well, I just. You can, you can do original series in a heartbeat. I know. It's cheese-tastic. Oh, it's so cheese. Okay, I was born into the Trekkie universe. Yes, you were. Um, my mother is an original generation yep. Trekkie. Yep. Die hard to this day. Has Leonard Nimoy's autograph. Thank you very much. Um, so I was kind of born into it. So it's not that I ever actually started watching Star Trek. It's you just that grew up with it. I, it just has always been a part of my life. Yeah. Um, so I watched it so many times. I've watched the original series so many times. Whatever. Uh, Tribbles. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but... I watched Next Generation yeah. as it happened. Um, I got into Deep Space Nine a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Enterprise, I never watched. Yeah. There's just so many flavors of it. Yeah. There's a Star Trek for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. So. Oh, yeah. It says here, set roughly a decade before the events of the original Star Trek series. <gasps> oh, my God. That's wow, cool. I did not know that. I think that's really cool. I might actually have to watch it then. Yeah. So. I hope they I hope they do a good job with it. I do too. Because there's going to be a lot of eyes There's some on good this. names attached to it. I yeah. mean, James Frain. Yeah. Who is great. I think, again, we go back to, he was better than the material he was given on Gotham. Yeah. He was that's, in Sleepy Hollow for a hot second too. He was for a hot second. Um, looks like it's filming in Toronto. Cool. Everything films in Toronto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything's legal in New Jersey. We haven't made a single <laughs> Hamilton reference. Oh, my gosh. Very disappointed in us. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anything else happening? Um, I think we probably need to talk about something that something bad that happened in December. Two bad things that happened in December. What bad things happened in December? Carrie and her mom. Oh. So. Don't make me hurt. I know, but I just, I just, it was hard and. It was so hard. I seeing, seeing, you know, our, our space mom who, who literally could not give any fucks. Had none to give. None. And she was so unapologetic 
and she was amazing. And that would be Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. And then thirty six hour later, thirty six hours later, we lost Debbie Reynolds. Who? Yeah. Um, Carrie she Fisher. Wanted to be with Carrie. She really did. Carrie Fisher has been one of my idols since I was four years old, and I saw her in Star Wars. And yeah. to see such a strong willed woman was very much an influence on my life. Yeah. Um, and then later realizing that her mom was Debbie Reynolds from Singing in the Rain, which is yeah. probably in my top five of favorite musicals ever. Ever. Um, and Debbie Reynolds, they're the both of them are very much um like Debbie uh Debbie Reynolds was very much into the uh uh LGBT she was doing AIDS benefits before. She was doing AIDS benefits before Ronald Reagan would would say it out loud. Even say it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Carrie Fisher Fisher was a huge advocate for the mental health. Uh, yeah. Community. She was buried in a freaking Prozac pill. I know. That's that's real. Yep. yep. That's how few fucks this woman gave. It hurt all three of her feelings. All three of her feelings and. Yeah. Five and sometimes seven feelings that she had for Harrison Ford. Back Harrison in the Ford. Day. How was that news that she had an I affair with Harrison? I thought knew that, that was that was just known. Yeah, I did too. I mean, who would would? How would you not have an affair with Harrison and Ford? Not tell everybody because Harrison was like, "Damn it!" She announces this thing and then she up and dies. I mean, what has- do you? And he's what in his seventies? Yeah, he don't who, give no fuck. By either. the way, needs to stay away from a fucking airplane. Yeah, they keep trying to kill him. He had a near miss in Recently, LA yeah. like last week or so. And I'm like, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. I, I need, and then there was fake news that Mark Hamilton had died too. Mark Hamill. So Mark Hamill. Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, did you watch, they I, aired. I Perry, haven't been able to watch it yet. You haven't, any of them? I haven't watched Bright Lights. I haven't watched Bright Lights. I haven't watched it yet. It's mm-hmm. on my DVR. It is. It's on mine too. I haven't Which been able to every watch deb- it yet. Okay, so I put Debbie Reynolds on my wish list on my DVR. Yeah. A mistake. Yeah, she's in everything. Oh my God, she is in everything. Yeah. Um, they, were I got, best, they were best friends. But man. I got Singing in the Rain. Um, but I did watch Carrie Fisher's The Stand Up. Yeah, because I had seen that before. I hadn't. I couldn't believe I hadn't it. seen yeah. it before. Oh, it was And she s- talks about electroshock therapy. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Oh, she talks about Hollywood family trees and her dad and step parents and Mm -hmm. these people are married to those people and like her daughter was dating her stepdad's ex-wife somebody's son and her her daughter's like the the, her ex-husband that she had a daughter with is now gay yeah so like yeah well that makes total sense to me it's just it, it was really interesting and then i watched her on celebrity ghost stories yeah. I was like, really? I just love how honest she was because like when they were, you know, when Star Wars was gearing back up and they, and they interviewed her and they're like, oh, you know, you're, you're, you're in the movie and, and you look so great. And she's like, yeah, I had to lose weight to get in this, you know, to get this role. Like they told they, me I had to lose weight. Yeah. And she's like, it was a bitch. It sucked. And the, you know, you could tell female reporters don't know what to do with that. Yeah. And like, she ended up talking to one of them and she was never like accusatory no like, but she, she never like, pointed a finger she was like okay how do you look the way you do how, how often do you have to work out and the lady was like every day and she was like do you enjoy it and she was like no she's like i mean i try to put music on and i try to get through it but she's like do you enjoy it And she's like no no 
No. I do it because that's But it's the expected. image that's expected of them. Yeah. yeah. And so Carrie Fisher was constantly like, fuck you to that. And she she called that shit out. Yeah, she I gotta did. respect that. Plus, the woman manhandled Tom Hiddleston with her dog Gary down the red carpet at the correspondence dinner. God love that woman. The woman slept with Harrison Ford. Yeah, what more do I really need? I know, right? Because the man has been my crush. Since you were teeny. Four decades. Yeah. Four. Yeah. So there you go. Man. So I will miss my space mom and my space grandma. I know. And I just, yeah. So She's amazing. Epi- and we, we love you, Carrie and Debbie. Episode seven? Eight. Eight. Of- Star Trek. Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars episode eight. Yeah. It's, it's going to be so... Had she filmed her parts already? Yes. Okay. She was done filming. Okay. She'd actually been in London filming something else. And, and then was, she came back on the flight. She was on her way yeah. um, back from London. She was actually looking into purchasing a home in London at the time. Yeah. Um, she was on her way back home. Yeah. When she had heart trouble. So. And I was worried about Gary, but he's with her daughter, Billy, now. Yes, who has a... Um, a French Similar... Yeah. Is it a French... I think it's a Frenchie. Frenchie, yeah, yeah. That were that were previously already friends, and Billy did inherit everything, and they will not be CGIing her, yeah, into the ninth episode, yeah. For the record, they're just going to have to rewrite some of it. So, yeah. so, but I did want to talk about Space Mom because she's important. I know. Oh, and Debbie Reynolds too. I know she. What I mean, honest. What an what an awesome. You want to talk about dying of a broken heart? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Man, that was just... They lived next door to each other. They did. Which is, that's, wow. Yeah. You gotta admire that. As volatile, not volatile, <laughs> but as as back and forth as their relationship has always been. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Man. I know. 2016 sucked. It did. God, it was terrible. So bad. But that's over with. Um yeah. We're not gonna talk politics. Nope. I, I can't do it. Yeah, I don't have the wherewithal right I now. I really don't. I don't know that we ever will. This is not a political show. No, it's not. Uh, so <laughs> it's about nerd stuff. But, I mean, yeah, write to us. Tell us your nerd stuff. What are you watching? What are you playing? What are you, you know, what are you doing? Can Can I outsource them to try to find me a new game? Sure. Okay, Dishonored hi, people. Dishonored 2. Hi, people. Yeah, I don't think that's open world enough for me. I mean, I'll play it eventually, but... Um, I, I like RPGs with open worlds that I can dick around and if I want to pick weeds and Dead Rising. Do, and do uh, potions. Fallout 4. I don't see, but I don't like the Fallout 4 is, I don't know. I'm very weird about setting and stuff. So, like, I Fine. love me, I love me some Assassin's Creed, but it's a little too, there are times where You need little, another Dragon Age. I do, and I need to go back to, um, Elder Scrolls Online because there's going to be a big expansion in June. Because fuck all if they're going to give me a new actual Elder Scrolls where I don't have to interact with people. That's been like... So that's another... Because Skyrim came out... Skyrim. Skyrim came out like six fucking years ago. Yeah. So that's one I didn't get was Elder Scrolls. Yeah. I got Skyrim. I almost got you that, but then you were talking about maybe not renewing your membership. Yeah, I still haven't decided. Yeah, so I almost did that one instead of the Ezio one. See, now, if I had a game like Elder Scrolls, and I had a reason to re-up my PlayStation Plus, that would be one thing, but right now I don't have any reason... 
because they're, quote, free games every month yeah. are crappy. Yeah. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online is, I mean, there's three full See, now, if I did lines. that, I may do that. I may do, like, a month to month. Yeah. Yeah. With that and play it for a few months and then. Yeah. Because, you know, they up their annual. So, I'm, I'm just, you, I, and, and honestly, as I didn't think I'd get as immersed in Elder Scrolls Online as I did. Oh, you it so. Was a play, but it was a placeholder for my regular Elder Scrolls game, which Skyrim's been like five fucking years now. Yeah, see, I remember, because I bought a, Oblivion on peak. This is when I PC game. Yeah, that's, I, that was the last one I PC'd was Oblivion. Because I, I bought oh, no, I Oblivion. Yeah. I, I bought Oblivion the year P, uh, Skyrim came out, and yeah. that was a hundred years ago. Yeah. Skyrim was, I think, the last big game I played on PC, and then I went again and played it again on console. But yeah, yeah. so it, I'm going to outsource people if you if you know of stuff that meets my very specific set of nerd <laughs> criteria. And yes, I know I'm difficult. Dead Rising, um, Watch Dogs. That's not your genre, though. Not really, no. And I don't mean Agents of Shield, Watch Dogs. Yeah, that's a. Those are the bad ones. What? Okay, Watch Dogs is a video game that's much. It's it's by Ubisoft. Yeah. It's Ubisoft. basically it's, modern Assassin's Creed. Yeah, it's Assassin's Creed, but only you're a hacker. Yeah. So, I mean, I enjoyed it, but yeah. Assassin, uh, Watch Dogs 2 is out. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, we briefly, uh, I want to talk about Roller Derby. All right, let's talk about Roller Derby. We, we went to Roller Derby last weekend, and it was <laughs> amazing. I still don't know what we were watching. Roller Derby. Is that what that was? Yeah. Are you sure? I don't know. Like, I don't know what happened. We've cobbled some things together because we walked in not knowing any of the rules. I actually, I guess I just thought they would just skate around and beat each other. <laughs> I was pulling up Wikipedia as we were, oh, there, we were there trying to figure out I was what like, the there's hell order we and with. reason to this. No. Because it wasn't just a free for all like brawl on skates. No. But they were, it was so much fun. You've watched too much TV. I have. I have. <laughs> it was a lot of fun though. Um, it was. It was so much fun. Yeah. They had good merch, too. They had good merch. Yeah. I walked away with two t-shirts, so. And a shot glass. And a shot glass. Yep. But, yeah, so. it was it was a lot of fun, and we will now, be what's, going back. Now, what was the name of our team? Tragic City Rollers. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Who also have sub-teams, like the Rolsheviks. I don't understand. Those were, like, B-squads, but I it was guess. The same, a lot of the same women. Yeah. Because they played two matches. She had some great tights, though. There was a dinosaur. Oh, my God. There was a dinosaur. There was the T-Rex. On skates. On skates, yeah. And a Pikachu. And a, and a random Pikachu. And a random Pikachu. So it, but it was, was it was a lot of fun. There were a lot more kids there than I expected. Yeah. It was a, it was more family-oriented than I yeah. thought it was going to be. Yeah. But it was, yeah. it was great fun. It was fun. Yeah, I was like, half the time I was like, oh, I don't watching? think half the people were actually pay, paying attention to the roller derby. Yeah. But it was their, uh, their premier, not premier, it was their first game of the season. Yeah, yeah. So. But it was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I, so I highly encourage anybody to find your local roller derbies and support and if you them. understand how roller derbies work, could you? Flat you know, track. Flat track roller derbies, yes. Yes. Please explain to us what the hell we're watching. Yeah, because there were stars on helmets and okay, jams. So, so the and, woman in the stars yes. was the woman who scored. The jammer. Okay. I think that was what she was called. And then there was the woman in the striped helmet, which could take her place. 
Yes. And there were blockers, but some team, sometimes one team would have four blockers and the other team would have three blockers. And sometimes people would spontaneously leave the, and then the they rink. Do, and then they do the chicken dance. Yeah, they did like the tappy on that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how all that works. We should have researched more. We before. probably should yeah. have. It didn't, it didn't help our understanding that there were copious sleep yeah there was a bar so that explains a lot yeah but it was a lot of fun yeah i thoroughly enjoyed it, it was so much fun yeah okay do you have anything else i really don't okay all right write to us and yeah tell us stuff random tea podcast at gmail.com hell yeah thank you for listening guys thanks